Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Welcome back. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you guys. It is Christmas. It is. For us right now. For you guys, it is the 26th, and hopefully you're off, because a lot of people have the 26th off this year. Yeah, as they should, you know, because, come on, today's a Sunday, you're off anyways. Yeah. It's like you don't really get a day off, so they got to honor that. No, I think they even um, are doing it for the post office. Cheers. Well, at least our listeners have something to listen to tomorrow, whether they go to the gym or errands, whatever they decide to do, sit around. Yeah. So did you know that the 26th is Boxing Day? Do you know what that means? No. I keep hearing someone say it's Boxing Day. And so- I I haven't heard that. I looked it up. So Boxing Day apparently is um, in the UK, where Uh it's it's a day they, they go through their stuff and like give to the less fortunate. So you box up your stuff that you don't uh, need. Yeah. I, it probably comes That's from cool, man. the fact that you got new stuff. Yes. Like See? you always say, you yeah. got to recycle the old. Don't I always do that? You do. Whenever I bring in new things, mm-hmm. I take out old things. Yeah. We did that today. Yeah. You have I've been to. organizing all day and kind of like recently. You like that myself. though, right? It's kind of like, me too though, getting rid of stuff. It's kind of like you're letting a weight off your shoulders or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. Because if not, guess what? You turn into a hoarder. Can't keep taking in, taking in, taking in. Things got to go out. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's how you get like too much stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get too much stuff and you don't use it anyway. And you don't use it. Never. It's just a way. You're just pushing it to the back. And here's another thing. If you can't see it, you're not using it. Facts. Why do people have such a hard time letting go of things that they're not using or seeing or nothing though? They like had to ponder like it's a life decision. Like, listen, if you're not using it, get rid of it. If it's not worth something to you, like, is it valuable? Then get rid of it. No, but Somebody I else might use it. People usually will say, but what if I need it someday? I mean, okay. But I can't, honestly, like, even right now. Like with clothes. What are you going to use those old clothes for? You've already had it for years, and you get a new one. I mean, recycle it. That's what it's for. I don't know. Or anything. Even right now, I feel like I have too much stuff. I I feel like I would love like the thought of getting a dumpster to come outside of our house and park there. So and then like just dumping stuff makes me feel good. Like the thought of doing that, like I would love to do that. Yeah, like taking weight off your shoulders. I just feel clutter stresses me out. Yeah. Well, we don't have a lot of clutter. We get rid of things quick too. No, we don't. But why do I still feel like cluttery? I feel I like know. tight, like in here in this office. I feel maybe a, that's like, you. Tight. I don't. I don't feel that way. You don't feel like there's clutter. No, I feel a little cluttery. I don't know. I hate mm. that feeling. I hate that feeling. It's like a trigger for me. Like if Tyler comes in and says, "Wow, it's a little crowded in here," that will trigger me. That's funny. He does that on purpose to yeah. push my buttons. Yes, he does. I hate that. So, anyways, Christmas was good. Wouldn't yes, you say? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And lots of food, pigged out. Yeah. Too much. Enjoyed it. Uh, but it was good. Like, I felt like the family vibe was good. The entire yes. family came. Mm-hmm. It's been since 2018 when we were all together. Wow. Been a hot minute, huh? Yeah, like, there's always been somebody missing since 2018. So, that was... um. That was nice. It was nice. Like my, there's just lots of kids now, and it's just so different. Right. It's nice though. It was. It was good. It was as good as it could be. Bittersweet. Yes. And kept um, your promise though to your mama. You said you're gonna you're gonna keep pushing. 
and have a Christmas every year and have a joyful one. And you did. Yeah. So. I did. I did the best that I could. Yes. I think my dad was in good spirits too. Mm-hmm. Like that, I couldn't have asked for better, I think. Got tons of pictures. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put up a couple of photos and stuff from from yesterday. But we got a lot of pictures. It was just a good time. So hopefully you guys had a good time as well. Yeah. Um, I'm liking our new, I feel like we have a good little, our unit. Like we have a good tradition. Like yeah. where we kind of like, we all, we, before we, after everyone left, um, our unit, which is, you know, Alyssa and Hi, which is her boyfriend, Tyler. And my niece was here because she's staying for the holiday. We all had a shot of tequila before opening presents. and Yes, we did. Took a group photo. And we've been doing that now for a couple of years. And it's, I like it. I like the tradition. And like you said, one day it's possibly going to be your grandkids or our grandkids. Well, yeah, it's going to grow. Right? It's going to grow. The, the unit grows. Alyssa the, wants kids. Tyler wants kids. Yeah, so the unit grows. It, right now it grows by significant others. Yes. True. And. Um, yeah. That's pretty much next. Yeah. Because Lisa has hers. We'll always kind of have a kind of a a full house, I think. Yeah. I think so. In terms of even even our immediate family. Because like even Tyler and Nobby probably will join us at some point. Yeah. Why not? Which is my brother, my oldest brother. But anyways, it was good. And uh, Santa came. Santa filled the stockings with. Joy and no coal. Did you get coal? Nope, I didn't. Shocked. You should have got some coal. I probably should have. <laughs> so, um, anyways, on to I wanted. To, I had to share this story because it had me thinking. I shared a little bit with you, but uh-huh. I went to dinner the day before Christmas Eve with Lisa. We went to dinner. It was like a girl's Friday night, right? A uh, Friday night. Yeah. We went to Santana Row in San Jose and uh, mm-hmm. like a girl's Christmas dinner. And we had dinner actually at Me- Mezo or whatever, Mediterranean food. I love Mediterranean food and it was really good. I enjoyed it. I love falafel and, and hummus. And I was going to say you probably had pita bread pita and Pita and it's just my, I just love it. It's good. So do I. I just absolutely love it. Um, but we did that and then I thought, okay, it's a little early, so we should just like stop in for a drink. We just wanted to chat, stop in for a drink at Straits. So we're going to go in there, sit down, have a drink. And we walked into the bar. It's like a bar, loungey kind of place or whatever. We walked in. The entire bar was filled with lots of men. It was like mostly men, a few women, but mostly men. Of course. And immediately it was like cat calls. Like cat calls and like hitting on like we felt I felt like a piece of meat. Man, we don't we don't we don't understand what that feels like as men. You know, it's not like walking to a bar and me and a friend and there's girl groups and all of a sudden they're stopping and looking and they're gonna come. No, it doesn't happen to us. We don't know what that feels like. But I I, I can imagine it's, it's annoying for women like guys just coming up and bothering you. You're just trying to mind your own business. You know. It was I can't even I was very irritated. I bet. I was irritated and Lisa was like, what the heck? Like, what is wrong with what? She was, I haven't like, I guess been walked into a bar in a long time, but is this what it's like? I don't remember it being so like aggressive. Like they were aggressive. I walked by and some guy literally grabbed my hair. So I assumed because he grabbed my hair that it must've been someone I knew. So I turned around. That's a no, no. And it was like, oh, hey, gorgeous, come over, have a drink. I'm like, oh, my God. Men should never touch women. Don't put your hands on women. No. You, got no right. you don't know whose woman that is. Don't touch your hair. Don't touch your hand. That ain't you. I don't know why guys 
have this ego about them. That's okay to do that. No, you know what I'm it, saying? Like, bro. Let me tell you, don't. I was so irritated. Because I would be irritated if a chick touched my hands or touched me. What are you touching me for? Uh, it was, Elisa's like, I don't understand, but you do this a lot. Because I was really irritated. You do this a lot, aren't you? You used to this, you come to Santana Row a lot. And I'm like, but I have Mike with me. This does not happen. It's not as aggressive. Of course. And you're like my safe zone, you know, so that it doesn't happen. My question is, like, why... Why do men do that? I don't know. Desperate. They want to see. The funny thing is, they're not blind. They see you have a fucking ring on your finger. Okay. Exactly. It, it, you see it there, plain as day, but still, they still got to feel like they got to try their ego. Their male ego leads them to believe, like, let me see if I can pull that one. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's like, it's like a game in the chance. And here's the thing where I struggle it leads me to kind of be um, bitchy. I would say like I act bitchy yeah, and then it's, but I feel like it's warranted. And then you, the, it gives can't be them, nice to them because they'll take it the wrong way. Like, Oh, she's feeling me. She's into me. They start, yeah. They start so you can't even give them their a, own ego again. Yeah, nope. Their bullshit ego. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's yeah. annoying. I, it I reminds bet. me of, I don't know if you remember, but during the pandemic, Santana Row opened up a lot of outdoor dining and it basically became almost, it was almost kind of cool. It was like an outdoor club. The entire Santana yeah. Row became a club. Yeah, the whole summertime, everybody was winding and dining and popping bottles like it was a club. It was kind it was of insane, a cool we, we vibe that birthday. they would not be able to recreate. It was very interesting. Yeah, it was. But people were like caged animals. Yes. And it was yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. They were like that. It was almost like that. Like, geez, like this is pan back to like pandemic ways. Yeah, unfortunately, the ratio for men and women in San Jose is horrible. It's it's evident. It's like eight to one or some bullshit. It's yeah, the, what did you say, man, man Jose? Yeah, someone told me that years ago, Man Jose. So we literally did a a loop, and we're like, I'm like, let's go, let's go to the coffee shop. Like, we can't do this. This is gonna be a nightmare. This will be a nightmare in here. So we went to the coffee shop, and even the coffee shop, I got the same vibes. We couldn't even sit outside at the coffee shop because for sure there would be a group that would come and sit nearby, and it would be an issue. So we had to sit inside of the coffee shop at a little two-seater table to yeah. be left alone, to have peace and enjoy yeah. a conversation. I know. And it annoyed me. Shouldn't have to. It shouldn't be that way. No. This culture, I don't know how other cultures are. We're like in a bubble, but this American culture is very disrespectful, man. Like, like, bro, if you see a woman with a ring on her finger, why? She's she's obviously married, engaged. Go for the single one. Why? Okay. Why are you trying to take something you're taking? And why mm -hmm. you want to mess with a man's woman? You don't know what her husband or boyfriend or fiance is right. capable. What's wrong with you? So I was at Target Dummies. the day before. I was at Target, and there was this guy kind of lingering a little bit around me, and I just kind of noticed. You know, I'm like, hmm, why is he? He kind of keeps looking at his phone, and he's looking up at the shelves. At one point, I thought, well, maybe he needs help, you know, because maybe he, I thought maybe he was one of those personal shoppers, like a DoorDash or yeah, Instacart yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I thought maybe he needs help. He's like looking for something. So I kind of looked at him to see if he would like ask me the question, mm -hmm. you know, like, where do I find this or that? You know, I was willing to help him. But then he didn't. And then like I went around the other aisle and he followed me on another aisle and I thought, the fuck is this guy following me for? And he finally came up to me and he said, are, are, you, are you single? Are you married or what? He like kind of said it like, like abruptly like that. Like nervous. Yeah, like, he, like he, nervous. He was, he was, what he was doing was conjuring up the courage oh to God. come up to you this whole time. And then his nervousness, he spits out what he just spit out, yeah. which is the worst. Like, bro. I literally, you know what's so funny is you just said My that? Goodness. That's how I responded. I was like, bro. 
I have Girl, a big look. wedding ring on my finger. Yeah. What do you think? He was lingering around me long enough to see my hand. So when you told him that, what was his reaction? His He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. All right. He, he, he actually. You, you know what you do? I, I got a word of advice for you. Next time I say, buddy boy, bro. <laughs> so listen to me. Take it from me. You see this on a woman? Yeah. Keep it moving. Let it go. You don't know if her husband's lingering in the other aisle, a boyfriend's around. Be careful with that. I mean, that's the thing. So when he was lingering around, I thought to myself, surely he's not going to hit on me because he would, he sees my ring. You know what I mean? Like, so he must, it must be something else. I thought, does he know me? Does he, it's hard for me sometimes because people do recognize me sometimes. And so I don't want to be like, you got to be careful of, of, of that fine line. Like, could be a fan from the podcast or yeah i don't know like i don't know and i like i said i wasn't opposed to helping him find something if that's what it was but when he said that i was like oh my gosh are you kidding me you've been lingering around me followed me to two different aisles for the last like five minutes to sit to ask me to like spit out are you single you're married or what like that's not gonna get your girl bro like even if i was single that wasn't gonna do it that's your game that's your line (laughs) That's your pickup. That's your, if you're a salesman, that's how you're selling yourself? Bro, no, that's oh horrible. Oh my, God. it's terrible. And then I happened, it happened mm-mm, recently mm-mm, too at another, no when I was coming out of a Target, remember I told you the guy who was watching me on the way in and watching me on the way out and he thought I was like super cool in his fancy car at, at Target. Oh, he thought he was going to impress you? What is it called? Yeah. I'm like, this is terrible. No, what did you say to him? What did, what, did he ask you? What was his line? Yeah, he called me over or something. I just ignored him. Uh, I don't know, but I don't know. I don't listen. Here's the thing. I do not put off the vibes. I do not. I'm not the type of person that, oh, she's super friendly and flirtatious. Mm-hmm. I don't. Even even before me and you met, you never put off the vibes. In the I gym. You had this bitch resting bitch face like you don't want to be bothered. My boss at the time was like, go up to her. Go see if she wants to train. Like, no, bro. She looks like she don't want to be bothered. And, and, I, and right. I noticed the ring on your finger too back then because I had a friend of mine inquiring about you. Yeah, well, because I had... I was like, bro, you go up to her. She, she has a ring, man. You, you go do your own work. Like, he wanted me to yeah, go do like... Yeah, because it was a couple of years I had seen you in the gym before yeah. when I was still married. He wanted me to go do like my, homework for him. Get the fuck. I ain't not doing that for you, bro. You go up to her. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. But yeah, that's... You just kind of know. Leave some people alone. I don't want to be bothered. No. And in the gym, that's how I used to be too. When I would go to the gym. That's why I never spoke to you ever... <laughs> ever before no and uh, let's True. see you i didn't. would have a hat on low yes headphones in yes and just be tunnel vision any man listening to this podcast if you're single if a woman has her hat low earphones in leave her alone she don't want to be bothered she's working out yeah leave her alone. women aren't there, women aren't there to hit on guys like guys are there to hit on women it's a i bit don't different. think it's that hard to like leave them alone Feel someone out if they're open to the approach. I just don't think it's that hard. No, it's just no. People just, you know what it is today too. No, no one has game in my opinion. This is what I feel, especially not like us, <laughs> our era, because everybody's DMs and they DM a hundred women and one will bite. That's all it takes. What did you used to tell me? It's a numbers game. It's dude. a numbers game because my friend used to do it. He used to go on those dating sites and de- message all kinds of chicks like. Shoot for the moon. And of course, one or two of my bite. That's the way it goes. He'd go out and do the same thing. Try to numbers game. No game, but just a numbers I game. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and well, he and I'm him. no, I'm not gonna say who it is, but he's the type of person who would who would reach out and touch. Yeah. Like he'd grab the arm it's as you're walking yeah. by type of thing. 
And that that just irritates me. You go up to girls, are you single? Can I get your number in the gym? Like, bro, get to know her first. Yeah, are you single? Can I get your number? Like, break the ice differently. Not that way. That's the worst. That is. You went for the kill all the time. Like, dude. That's the absolute worst. Yeah, like, get. you don't even hold a name or nothing. Nothing about her. You might not see her again. Well, too bad. You, you, You figure out what time you're there and try to show up at that time again if you have that interest in that woman. That's just the way it goes. And they see you around and maybe they get comfortable. Maybe you break the ice somehow, but you got to break the ice. Yeah, like, I We broke know. the ice. So we broke the ice because, well, it was at, literally by chance. I was by a machine. And at this time I was now single. So I didn't have a ring on my finger anymore. I didn't notice that. Though. You I didn't was, notice at that time? But I was yeah. working out, but I was in my own, I was still in my zone. And there was the hand sanitizer ran out and you went up to the hand sanitizer to get some and it was right by me and you were pressing on it and I said oh it's it's empty it needs to be refilled because I had tried right before that and then um I think I smiled I must have smiled or didn't sound too bitchy when I said it because you left went and got a refill came back and then we started chatting yep and then um it was all all in your attitude because if it would have came off like wrong I wouldn't have said nothing to you if I would have just been bitchy about yeah, of it, of course, hell no. That's my house. That's what I looked at. Like, mm-hmm. This is my house. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't though. Huh? I wasn't. You though. were not. No, that's too, you were not bitchy at all. Yeah, but yeah, you didn't just... hit on me. Still, we just you no, just no. Uh... That's douchey. Why the hell would I hit on just because you were nice or you told me? That's yeah, dumb. It was just that. That was our first conversation. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how we continued after that. I think um, I asked you to for if you wanted to try to personal. Yeah, and, I, and ironically, I had been scoping out you and a couple other trainers because I wanted to hire a personal trainer because it was like it was like winter and I was getting ready to have like a single summer I wanted to get in shape damn so I'm like I need to turn it up a bit in the gym and so that's it that's how it happened so you you asked me for a session because you could offer free sessions at first right like a free session yeah Yeah, like so I had a free session and then um I signed up after that and then you were my trainer for a while yes I was and then we went on a date. Actually, we didn't even go. We didn't. It was on a date, but we met after work. I mean, mm-hmm. after at, outside of the gym, I was already going to be out. And yeah. I told you where I yep. was going to be. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the rest is history. It almost got me beat up on my first night. I know. Crazy. I know. Again, same. Because. Explain the story. It's okay. crazy what happened So we were out at a bar, and before you had, I had said, oh, we're, we're, I'm out here getting a drink or whatever. If you're out, you should stop by, because I knew you kind of like went out in that area a mm-hmm. lot. And But before you got there, there was a guy and his friends who were hitting on us, who were trying to buy us drinks or whatever. And, um, you know, I mean, we had small talk, a little chit-chat at the bar, nothing major or whatever. But when you came, you were obviously, I was there, you know, I was kind of like meeting you there. You were meeting yes, me. I was meeting you. So I waved you down there. like, hey, mm-hmm. come over. And so yeah. you came over to me and this guy felt like you were moving in on his territory or yes, something. And he flipped out. Yeah. At first he was kind of be cool. Then he pops off with, oh, you think you're fucking cool, huh? Because you got your tattoos. Muscles and your muscles. Because all like, your muscles I and never tattoos. Said, I never said nothing. I'm just here meeting some friends, bro. And you looked Chill at out. me like. Do you know this guy? I'm yeah, like, like, no, I don't. I don't know I him. Know. I don't even know his name. He was starting to flex on me. I could feel it. Like, oh, hold up, what's up? What the hell's wrong with this dude? And he's like, oh, you think you're tough? Huh? And they started talking shit. Like, bro, chill and, out. And I'm like, relax, man. I'm just here to. Relax. And I don't know exactly like what happened, but it was a scuffle, and it, I got actually pushed. I fell over. 
because and I was in the stool. Be, because I'm sitting here in this stool. You're sitting here. I, I don't know where your friend was sitting. Was she here or here? But the way he rushed me, where it kind of cornered us into the corner of the bar. Mm-hmm. It was a corner, a yeah. And by the by the by the time this fool did that, he caught me super off guard. I'm used to like, all right, let's go step outside then if you really want to take it there. No, he bum rushes me, he's trying to wrestle me and hold me, and I'm like, I'm looking at the bar, I'm looking at everybody. By the time security's already coming over, trust me, I wanted to smash him, but I also started thinking about Damn, if I hurt this dude, or if I really let the beast come out, and you see that the very first time we ever saw want, each other outside wanna, of the gym, so I hesitated. And I didn't, I didn't throw hands with this dude. And they, they kicked him out. Yeah, of course. And they gave us free drinks. He yeah, they me. gave us a round of drinks. I felt like such a fucking chump that I didn't whoop this dude for putting his hands up. Like normally, I'd have stomped him in the ground. But and know. that was our first experience outside. I should have known. Yeah, and, and listen, that's not me no more. This was twelve years ago. I was a younger guy. A little bit more hot-headed, but now. Nah. But that wasn't your fault, though. He provoked. No, it. he provoked me. I could have, I could have hit him, defended myself. He literally grabbed me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy. Bum rushed me. Like I didn't think anything of it. So then it was over and done with. But apparently, you told me that it haunted you for like a long time. Like yeah. you bothered you. Yeah. Because you gotta understand, I've been incarcerated. That don't happen. You don't. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like. We don't we don't play that. You don't touch another man. Disrespect. You're gonna get dealt with fast. That's what I'm used to. He caught me off guard, and I don't know. I just didn't want. I didn't. I didn't want that ugly side of me to come out and the whole bar and you witness it. You know, then that's a bad. That's a bad first impression. Security did their job, broke it up. You know, we yeah. still went on to have date, call it what you want, and enjoy our evening. Yeah, yeah. So it, it didn't end on a bad note. No, could've, but could've that's just so note. funny that that was our first like. I know, crazy. Dude's trying to fight me over you, and they're not even your men. I know, but I'm telling you, same kind of thing. He he put ownership on me, just like how I felt when Lisa and I walked into that bar. It made me never want to step out without you, honestly. You know that guys do that? Now that you say that, like back in the days, they we'd go out, and we see a group of girls, and they start making claims like, whoa, 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 bro, you don't even know if she's feeling you. Again, yeah. the male ego, this fantasize in their head like they're going to get the girl this certain girl in the group so they have it's like once they say oh i want that one what it's if like she a, meets you and likes you like oh i can't because like i'm going to be mess you know like and that dude's going to get his feelings hurt maybe that makes I don't, I don't no like, sense yeah though. i don't know nah, that's how guys used to i don't know how they think now i'm just saying in my in the past yeah like, bro can't do that no, I. That's ridiculous. You're, you're a dummy. You can't do that. You can't lay no, claim to something to... that's not yours. How do no. you know she's not even feeling? She might be feeling your boy. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. That's Dummies. terrible. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I sit up here and clown dudes all day. They're just clowns because it's stuff that they do. Well, I, and you know what? And how I'm, they act. You here's know, they the have thing. Have some manners and respect. Like, did your mama he, raise you better? Here's the thing. At this bar, they were grown men. This is not a bar w- yeah. where there's young kids. I wasn't in a college bar. Straits is an upscale like restaurant. These are grown men, yes. like forties and up. Yes, of course. So this isn't. It's not like I wasn't in a place that twenty like, something year olds. Yeah, because no. then you can understand they're drinking. You know, it's different. You're not in a, yeah. No, I was yeah. not in a place like that. So I was really just bothered that I couldn't walk in and have a drink in peace. It was crazy. We laughed so hard because it was like, "Are you kidding me? Like this is ridiculous." Yeah. Like damn. You guys, you guys are that hard, hard up, huh? I know. We were like little, uh, it was like, we were like little goldfish in a pool of sharks. Wow. Man, these guys are desperate, man. It's <laughs> so bad. All right. Anyways, moving on. I wanted yeah. to, this is my hot coffee cheers of the episode. Yep. Hot coffee is I watched a really good documentary. You actually fell asleep. Um, was it last night? Or the night, I think it was the night before. 
the volcano eruption. I watched a lot of it, but I fell asleep at the end. So there, there's a documentary on Netflix about the volcano in 2019 that erupted in New Zealand. Wakatani Bay or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and this is a volcano that Dude. is live. Like, it's live. a live volcano, so yes. it's steaming, and they would bring tour boats from the cruise ship and just, like, tours to yeah. see this, to go to this island. It's an hour and a half boat ride to the island. So it's not like it's close to civilization or whatever. And an hour and a half boat ride in the ocean is effing far. And far. Long. Dangerous. Yeah, and... While they had, there was 45 people on the island, the volcano erupted. Yep. 45 people on the island. So it is a documentary. There's a lot of iPhone footage and just a lot of footage and a lot of um, firsthand accounts of what went down. Wow. That was really good. It starts out slow. So I want to warn you guys, it starts out kind of slow. Like get to the, get to the gist of this situation, but it's good. It's It's really good. good. It's sad, but. It is, it also just made me think about like, there was a lot of heroes in this, in this story. A lot of people that went above and beyond to help people and to save people and more, a lot more lives were saved because of it. Yeah. It just like, doesn't it make you think like, I know, I feel like I know you would be a safe, like you would save people. I couldn't live with myself if I left people behind. That would haunt me forever. I'd like to think I would too. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, but you don't know unless you're in the situation. You really don't know for sure. Yeah, it's true. I don't fear death. I don't care what anyone says. I would help people. If I have to risk losing my life, so be it. I can't just leave people behind. That's not in my nature. I also feel like, I don't know if it's, again, arrogance on my part or I don't know what, but I also feel like I would survive something like that. Like I would not, I would at least make my biggest hugest attempt to survive i wouldn't give in or give up one of the people i believe she was an american with her husband or fiance well i don't couple, know what you're gonna say she uh had instinct the whole time not to be there she knew it she, she knew yeah. it she knew it she knew it and her instinct was telling her if my instinct's telling me that i'd be like babe we gotta go and yeah like, what telling you right now we gotta go trust it's me it's sad because she um her instinct was telling her hey, she was like this happen. is not something i want to do like this is no. not something i want to do Dangerous. i'm gonna apply it was their honeymoon she was i'm gonna oblige my husband but i don't feel that this is a smart thing to do no it's a live volcano why would you want why do you want to go mess with something that's unpredictable and they had the track record every three years it went off mm-hmm. and that was year number three but it was the first time anybody was on the island when it went off I 45 mean, people yeah and half of the people were right at the crater i mean what do you expect you can't be messing around with mother nature like that she's unpredictable you know what i mean like i don't know that's just me first of all i'm not putting myself in no dumbass predicament like that like to in danger or you like no not not gonna mess around that was insane but it's a very good documentary hot coffee definitely is a good uh name for that because it was like hot lava actually yeah. it wasn't lava that um no it, was it wasn't steam. lava steam it's they, different yeah it, it was, was like steam. A, a lake bed remember where the water was boiling it was beautiful it kept changing colors yeah That's and what so it was see. steam that literally melted their skin off. Yep. Boiled their skin off. That's, that's crazy. The dude said, I looked at my arm and my skin was just... Well, they said at one point when they were trying to help people into the boat, like they would grab hands to help them in and they, it would slip away because all the skin would come off. 
Man. And you know how painful that is? Mm. Like, it is excruciatingly painful because all your nerve endings are exposed. Not only that, they said when they were driving back, you know, the, after they rescued everybody, that the, 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 can you imagine that not just the wind stinging your skin after being like that, but the salt water? No, but the water's the, the, the only thing that gave them a little bit of relief. They kept pouring water on them. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. The, ex- the air, the exposure was even worse. Ooh, man, yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I, so I definitely recommend watching that. That was that was a good. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good. Because I, I had never heard of it. I had never heard. Had you heard? Mm-mm. Did you never know about it? it? No. Nah. Like I had never heard of when it happened. And you know my assumption, like a dummy when we first started watching it, for some reason, you know what I thought of first? When mm-hmm. Volcano, I always think of it first. It's Hawaii. I don't know why. Anytime I think volcano, I associate it with Hawaii. Like, Hawaii's not the only place with volcanoes, but for whatever reason, I always associate volcanoes and Hawaii. Because they have live ones there, too, mm-hmm. that, are, that have acted up in recent times. I mean, aren't islands volcanoes? Or like, they're formed from the lava rock. Yeah, yes. right? Because, mm-hmm. like, yes. you know, my parents are from the Azores Islands. Yeah, you see it. It's kind of cool. Sometimes when the lava's pouring into the ocean, you see the steam and then the rock forming. Pretty cool. Because the lava... Pours into the ocean and then it forms rock. Yes, and then that's what lava rock is. Lava rock, and then your and island, your island gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, more rock. That's crazy. Place. So I wonder how, like, my parents, their islands, like, the, what, what was that? That was like an eruption. I know, and Makes it you... made because you know, my I was looking it up. There's volcanoes on, on the Portuguese. I think Portuguese so, islands. but really? I was looking up my dad's island. Because my mom, my dad was, my dad was really proud of his island. They, they went, luckily, they were able to go back to Portugal um, a couple of years ago. So before she passed, they made it back. And, but my mom wasn't over the moon about going, going, because she's like, your father's so excited about going to his island, but I, you can see that whole place in one hour. <laughs> Just clowning up. She, she and you was, looked it up too. Um. Yeah, 65, 65 square miles, Fayal Island. She said, it takes an hour. Get me off this island. I'm bored. I <laughs> see what I need to see. Because they were there for six weeks. She said, I see. I, what did you tell me she said? <laughs> see she what goes, I, I see what I need to see in one hour. We laughed so hard. I, like belly laughs when she, told, when she came back and said, like, because I, I asked her, Mom, how was your trip? She goes, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, but once you see what you need to see, yeah. it's over. They did go to a couple of other islands, but they're all small islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her island's bigger than his, hers. Though, right? Is the biggest, Terceira, and it's where the American base is. It's like, yeah, probably more to do there, yeah. more to see. But then it made me realize I can't believe I never stopped to think about how small of an island my dad grew up on. They must all know each other's business. Of course. It's only from here to San Francisco. 65 miles and that's it. Think about it. Think about how many times they see each other traveling back and forth. And it's not probably like dense population like here. No, not even. I wonder what the population of the island, if you had to guess. I don't know. I would have to look it up. But I'm curious. I know, right? Makes you curious now. It sure does because... God damn, you know what it took for you to get here, for you to be alive? Like, both your parents come from across the world, two separate islands, and met in Boston, and wow, this is amazing. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, my dad, I think we've talked about it before, my dad was told by a, a psychic in, on his island that he was going to come to America, and he had no plans to come to America at that time, or an op- no opportunity, but that he was going to come to America, and that he was going to meet an, um, a woman here, 
and marry and have kids and everything. She told him everything like he was going to have four kids. And Dude, the psychic eater. And eater. he's like, well, what do you mean? I have a girl. Like, I'm going to marry someone from America. Like, I have a girlfriend. Like, he had a girlfriend there. And, In Portugal? Yeah. He left her behind? Yeah. Wow. He had the opportunity to come and they did like a lottery thing or something like that. And yeah. I have the whole story. He gave me the whole story, but yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. It is. It's not, it's not easy as, as people think it is to get to America, especially from a place like Portugal and not, not just the mainland. He's on the islands on top of that. It's not even on the mainland. Yeah. And if you think about it, there was a lottery. So you had to do this application and there was money you had to pay and you had to get a health screening and like there was all kinds of things and lots of, he had a lot of barriers, but he overcame all the barriers Crazy. in order to come. If he would have, if he would have stopped like most people do, right? When they stop yes. and think about all of the obstacles in their way to get to a goal or yes. something like that, they go, oh, it's too hard. Too many, too many, too many obstacles. I'm just not going to try. But you imagine he's coming from another world to get here. That doesn't mm-hmm. know the language, doesn't know the culture, but it's like, I got to get no there. No money, like but he nothing. Know, he, he knew. Crazy thing about immigrants is they just need to get here. They just know that they'll figure it out. They're like, I don't care. I'll be on the streets, homeless, but watch this. I'll figure it out and I'll come up. I don't, they come in with literally no game plan, but figure it out. It's crazy to me. Like what our parents had to do, figure things out over here. I know, and you'd think like... And then we're born here, and then we take it for granted. That's the truth. We mm-hmm. do. So many opportunities, and we squander them away because it's, it's easy. We're here. Mm-hmm. But when people get here, they're hungry. It's a deep hunger. It's like, I got I to succeed or die trying something. There's no right. messing around. There's no barriers or obstacles. There's no no. There's no stop sign. They go around it. They figure it out. That's the thing. And honestly, that's the, that's the key to success. Yes, Right. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short is because they don't want to work through adversity. No, no. It's like, oh, too hard. Oh, stop. Turn. Uh, stop. Turn. Oh, I got to lose 50 pounds. Oh, that's that's so hard. Well, stop and think. Stop and think. If you do it now and you stay consistent for the most part and you look back and a year passes by and you lost 20, 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. You didn't get to 50, but you're 30, 40 pounds lighter. You're right. close. Mm-hmm. You're close to your goal. Keep going. You've done, you, you, you started already. Don't stop. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't quit on yourself. Well, you know what you have to do? I mean, speaking of barriers and stuff like that and, and what's stopping you from reaching goals, you know, when we talked about setting goals, you do have to figure out what those barriers are. I know. Like, what is it? Yes. Because you've tried before. Okay. Everybody's listening to this podcast right now. This isn't the first time. If you're going to set goals, like we talked about setting goals, you're working on your smart goals. This isn't the first time you've set goals. Nope. But why aren't you achieving them? Why? Yeah. You have to identify that. That's the, at least you can learn from it. Mm-hmm. So maybe you didn't, you weren't successful in the goals you've set previously over the years. It doesn't mean it was worthless because you can learn from the experience of failing. That's how you do learn. Yep. It's the only way to learn. Yeah. So so you have to stop, though, and reflect to mm-hmm. figure it out. Like, why am I failing? Why have I set this goal before and I am not able to achieve it? What am I, yeah. what is am I short? the obstacle that is preventing me from achieving it? Because why is, why can this person do it and this person, and you can't, like, you are capable. You know what I mean? Yeah, because people need to realize it, it, it all starts in the mind. 
it, that's where it all starts. That's where mm-hmm. it all is in the mind, not the body, the mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta believe. You gotta tell your mind. Your mind has to believe. You can do it. And once you do that, the rest will fall into place. Your body will follow. It all starts in the mind, though. Mm-hmm. There's no different from the fittest people on earth to the most sedentary, sluggish, out of shape people. It's the mind. That's the difference. It's the mind. It's the through behavior change. That too. You have to change yes. behaviors. And that starts with the mindset. Yes. It's not, it has nothing. Exactly. It goes it back to the mindset. It doesn't start with the meal prepping. Nope. The counting the macros nope. and the working out. Nope. That's not it. None of that. That's the like effect. The cause is the mind shift, mindset shift. Yes. That's the starting point. Yes. The problem is people skip to the what they think they need to do. Well, I'm just going to meal prep. I'm going to I'm going to sign up for the gym and hire a personal trainer. I'm going to buy a program. They check all the boxes. Yeah. I'm going to buy a program. I'm going to spend a lot of money. I'm going to go get some gym clothes. But they're not like sitting a while inside of their mind and figuring out what needs to change in my behavior. Yes. What, what am I going to do this time to win? Right. And get over the hump. That one hump that, I, that always blocks me and then I quit. I'm almost over, but then I quit. How are we going to get over that hump? It's all, the, it's all here, you guys. I swear, it's all up here. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not because me or her more motivate other people. No, it's on the mind. We all have the same mind. Some of us just have that that we can't be stopped attitude. Once you get that we can't be stopped attitude, you can accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. When I doubt myself, when I have any 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 when I have fear, but when I'm fearless and have no doubt, oh my goodness, I feel like I can accomplish anything. That's the thing. You have to just it's like self talk. You how are you yes. talking to yourself? Yes. Right? Because yes. that's what it starts with. Let's be real. It starts with self-talk. Don't be a bee, homie. I always tell myself that. I'm about to get in that ice cold shower, Don't which be I've been bee. doing. Oh, yeah. And Why gonna... don't you share that? Well, I've been taking cold showers, ice cold showers for about a week. It just started. It's Hey, about a day is enough for me. Yeah. This is a big deal it, in my it, book. It, it hurts. And the reason I got into it, because I don't have a, a an ice bath like I could go lay down in. And eventually, I'm going to get to that to that tub but for now i'm just building up my uh my resistance to the cold it hurts and i'm doing it more for for mindset because it's uncomfortable and i'm trying to get out of comfort anything that's comfortable for me i'm trying to shift my mindset and get out of the uncomfortable because if i don't i'm going to be keep spinning my wheels which most of us are doing we're just yeah. spinning our wheels we keep saying it oh, keep doing the same thing over and over and get the no results or the same results why that's the definition of insanity Mm-hmm. Kept doing it over and over. Nothing's and you on. expect something different, but mm-hmm. you're doing the same thing over and over, over. and over working. again. The same diet or meal plan yeah. or macros you're doing, it's not working. If you're not losing weight, it's not the it's not the menu. It's not the meal. It's you. It's Sorry, the behaviors. Point the finger at yourself. Look, point the finger in the mirror. Yeah. There's one in the mirror and three pointing back at you. There you go. It's you. Yeah. I hate to say it. Accountability. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be real with yourself. So back to that, I saw Joe Rogan doing ice baths and, and it challenged his mind mentally. And when you, again, when you make the mind strong, man, you feel unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And, and I know he, that, that's hard for him to do. You could tell. He mm-hmm. says, you got to get through the suck. And that's what it is for me. I got to get mm-hmm. through that suck. So what is it that you're doing exactly? You, you put it on just cold? Just cold. And you step into, you don't have it hot first and then go cold. No. You nope. go from no, nope. no wet. Mm-hmm. You take your clothes off and you get into a shower mm-hmm. that's only the cold water's yes. on. And it takes my Ooh. breath away and it stings and it hurts. Yes. Ooh. About five minutes, three to five minutes, I'm guessing. Three to five minutes? Yes. 
Oh, that's. I lather too. It ain't just rinsing. I just. I, You're I, taking armpits, a cold shower. Hit a my lip. head, armpits, everything. It has to. That's that's. I that's know. interesting. Let me ask you this: Do you think it's helping your mindset at all? I think so. I think so. I, I feel like I'm I'm pushing myself harder lately. Uh, mental clarity is another thing that I'm for. I'm hearing do it for. Uh, I feel energetic after. Mm -hmm. I could talk about well, a it caffeine wakes you up. Rush. That's for sure. Yeah, boom. He does it. Joe Rogan does it as soon as he steps out of the bed and goes right to the ice bath. I haven't completely done that yet. Right out of bed and into the cold shower. I'm going to wait for a little bit. Yikes. That's a different level. I'm going to get there, though. Just can't think about it. It's got to do it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not telling. Hey, listen, you guys try it. See if you like it. But I'm just trying to challenge myself and get through the suck. Yeah. And working well, out sometimes is getting through the suck. Sometimes yeah. you're not in the mood. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling it. But once I break that first beat of sweater too, oh, man, it's on. That's all I need to do is warm up. Once I'm warmed up, I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm autopilot. You know what they say? Comfort kills growth. Yes. Comfort kills growth. And you know who's one of the most disciplined people on planet Earth? He damn near runs a marathon every day is David Goggins. And even he admits to Joe Rogan, like, sometimes I'm just staring at those shoes for 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Like, mother, get your ass up mm -hmm. and run. Mm -hmm. So he has, to, he has to yell at himself. All right, yeah. get up and run. Self-talk. You do. Self-talk, does it too. Though. You're talking about David Goggins. This guy's super disciplined. But even him, he has to tell himself, stop being a B, homie. Mm -hmm. Get up there and handle that. And you know, because a lot of people, what, one of the biggest things people complain about when it comes to like their healthy lifestyle, let's talk about fitness in particular, because yes. people are way too sedentary. Way. But they complain lack of time. They say, oh, that's their biggest complaint is I don't have enough time. Love that excuse. You know, I don't have enough time. You know, yeah. I don't, um, I want to, I I want to sleep a little longer, so I'm going to have to give up the workout. That's fine, because I'm not saying that you should give up sleep to work out, because sleep is very important. Mm -hmm. But you're thinking about it wrong, because you're thinking you're just trading in more sleep. But what about, what did you do leading up to nope. going to sleep? And what did you do right when you got up from sleeping? Use that time to work out. Mm -hmm. You're still choosing other things instead of working out besides sleep. Because I understand it's easy for you to give up a workout because if you're saying you didn't get enough sleep but what about the rest of your day yep could you have done some of that other stuff another time could you have gone to sleep a little bit earlier what did you why did you have lack of sleep what did you stay up too late doing 24 hours in a day you need about seven eight hours of sleep okay mm -hmm. 30 a day is gone eight hours for work there's your other third of the yeah. day gone well, so now you, have, now you have eight hours or so left block it out i know you need parents you need time with your kids errands run around taking an acro taking a ballet whatever basketball practice mm -hmm. block it out somewhere in that time zone you need to you need to squeeze in a workout there's there's right. always a way and this is what i always say what i always tell you babe ain't none of you people busier than a rock or joe rogan or any other celebrity mm -hmm. who's built like a tank and puts in the work every day i'm sorry those people are rich they don't have to go to the gym they're successful but they do it because it keeps them disciplined up mm -hmm. in the mind. That's why they're successful. The workout drives them to be successful. Again, you're not busier than any of those people I just named. So if they can find time to work out, so can you. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And here's my thing. You don't work seven days a week, right? Yes. You're, you've got a couple of days off. So if the work day, it's too hard during those weeks, then you should be definitely getting in on your day off. Yep. But here's the other thing. Maybe work is crazy right now so you aren't able to get your workout in but what about the other weeks 
the weeks before work was crazy or the weeks after work is crazy. Are you consistent then? Because if you are, that's okay. Every once in a while, you're going to have a crazy week and you're going to not get your workouts in as much or whatever. But what does most of your days look like? Yep. What do you do? What you do most of the time matters way more than what yes. you do some of the time. So if some of the time you have to skip it because you need to get more sleep or work got crazy or whatever, that's okay if most of the time you're doing what you need to do. Yep. True. Most of the time when it's more in your control, you're getting the things you need to get done, done. Yep. Can you cut back on TV time? Can you cut back on Instagram, screen time, Facebook, TikTok, whatever social media platform you are? No, I can't. I'm addicted. Okay, well... <laughs> Go do cardio and go look at your your, your screen and, and, and yeah. kill an hour right there. Yeah. While you're waiting for your kid to get out of ballet practice or basketball. I don't know. I, I'm there's ways around things. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, for sure. I, I I don't I don't believe in that I can't or stop. There's always ways around barriers. I'm yeah, sorry. and as we're just, you know, we're getting into the we're closing out the year. Yep. So it's time to really start thinking what is it that you want to accomplish next year? Yes. And what are you willing to do differently this time? That's going to get you closer to where you want to be. Yep. And it's going to require being consistent, mm-hmm. disciplined. Yep. Going through the suck. Going through the suck. Yes. Some of it sucks. And, and, and this dude, Wes Watson, said it best. He goes, if you're not suffering losing weight, if you don't know what fat loss feels like, if your stomach's burning from losing fat, embrace it. It's yeah. losing fat. It's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. It's not supposed to feel good. You know, yeah. you're not supposed to be feeling full. Oh, I'm so full. No, you got to go through the suck yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you do got to go through the That's suck. That's what separates mm-hmm. the discipline from the non-discipline. The people who are motivated and not motivated. You yeah. got to go through it. There's no way around yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I can give you all the tips and tricks in the world. Doesn't and matter. Do all the things with your meal plan, with yep. your macros. But at the end of the day, if you are expecting to not suffer at all, yes, you are in for it yep. because it is not a natural state for us to be losing fat our body doesn't like to do it it doesn't it doesn't do it happily nope and so if you're not feeling some type of way some of the time you're not losing fat yeah i mm-hmm. mean that's the you know and when you're feeling like crap and you're like but i'm hungry well it's okay I'm to be so hungry. hungry some people like they buy into a lot of the like, there's a lot of people on social media that'll, you know, be like, oh, it's not enough calories. You're not eating enough and you shouldn't feel hungry and fuel okay. your body. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. But at blah, the end blah, of the blah. day, yeah. sorry, yep. you do feel hungry sometimes. Yes. And you do feel deprived sometimes. Yes. And you do have to go through periods of that where you got to suffer a little bit yep. sometimes in yep. order to get to where you want to be. Because mm-hmm. if it were easy and you didn't have to suffer at all. Everybody would be there. A lot of doctors and a lot of pharmaceutical companies would be out of business right now mm-hmm. if America turned their health around. They don't want that. I'm telling you guys, they don't. They love us going to the doctors. They love us being dependent on the pills and the medicine. And man, the medicine's in the damn gym. I'm telling you, go work out. Because if you get your mental strong, the body will follow. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing I've ever done for my life, for my mental health. Not no pills. That don't yeah. do nothing. It's all about in there, putting in work, going through the Yeah, sock. I mean, honestly, my opinion, I would say just even being a, a macro coach and, um, you know, working with clients, the biggest thing that I notice, even with my clientele, or especially my macro clients, so not as much my body boot camp clients, but my mm-hmm. macro clients, yeah. very sedentary. 
And what they want to accomplish does not line up with the behave their behaviors. Because a lot of times they'll they'll cite my goal is I would like to put on muscle, I want to lean out, I want to lose body fat. And then when it says what their activity is, they say sedentary. Ooh. You cannot though that doesn't match up. Nope. That doesn't match up. You can't no. put on muscle and be sedentary. Nope. That it's impossible. Yeah. So that is what I notice a lot of, and that's why I have been, you know, just talking a lot of people to my clients, especially about, come on, like we need to commit to moving more. Yeah. Because move. we do not move enough. And and these computers that we sit in front of, our devices, all of this stuff has made it even worse. Like even kids, this is the problem. Kids used to be so much more active, out playing Ooh, and, and activities Always. and things like that. But now they're on video games and their devices. And now the obesity epidemic in is kids. in kids. And I hate to say this, but those kids are in for a terrible life. If they're already be- that big and obese that young, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, you have no idea what lies ahead. Yeah, it's a hard you're, life. You're going to probably be a diabetic by the time you're a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. You might have uh, heart issues, a lot of stuff. These things that can be prevented very easily. Kids should not be overweight. There's no excuse for that. I'm sorry. I was skinny. Why? I played. I went outside. I played sports. I was mm-hmm. active. I Get mean, active. you know what I attribute it to? For one, you, you have to emulate the behaviors that you want your kids to it all starts follow. With. It starts with you. You're yep. you're the, the social parents. you're the parental yes. um influence. Yes. So it doesn't mean that you have to police them in that way, but they are watching and picking up on your behaviors. Yep, they are. You know, I, I've never policed my kids in terms of, oh, you got to move. You got to go out and get 10,000 nope. steps. That's not how no. you do it. No. You you kind of just do it by example. Yes. Like, you know, like on the weekend, hey, let's go take the dogs for a walk. Mm-hmm. Let's be act. Let's have active weekends. Let's, let's go to the beach. Let's throw li- the ball. Let's, let's chase limit, the dogs. Yeah, yeah. Let's limit screen time. There's yeah. ways you can do it indirectly and in a healthy way. And if yes. you need help with that, seek help. Check with your doctor. You know, they will give help because I know that they're really focused on, you know, kids and preventing them yes. from being overweight because it does cause a lot of problems when you start that young. That angers me because I, I look at the parents and I see why the kids are the way they are. And it's a, it's it's and I don't want to blast it, but my culture needs to do better. Latinos, Mexicanos, we need to do better. You guys, stop, stop. Don't do that to the kids. That's not fair for them. I don't know what it, you know, it's it's hard. And it's, it's not just saying it's just us, but I, what I'm speaking of, what I see in my culture, I see it, it's bad. Eat yeah. everything on your plate. Or what I see a lot of is I feel like do as I say, not as I do. Yes. That's what I see. I see as mm-hmm. like you're living, you are living a certain way, but you're, you're trying to get them to eat their vegetables and do all these things, but not you're work. not doing it. It's not going to work. Nope. You have to lead by example. And you have to think that's why it's important. Like, think about like, are you right now living the life that you want your kids to emulate? Yep. In many ways, not yes. just a healthy lifestyle and mm-hmm. things like that. And it doesn't mean that you have to be the food police with them or whatever, but it does mean like I knew that. But who's responsible for putting food in the house and what yeah, they eat? The no, parents are. Is. Who's buying the groceries? Who's going to the fast food? Who's paying for it? I'm just Yeah, saying. you know, a lot of times I'll have clients, they'll say, um, I struggle because, you know, I'm trying to lose weight, but like my, you know, I have to feed my family and to eat something different than my family. I'm like, why do you have to eat something different than your family? Yeah. 
Who told you, you that? You guys should be eating exactly the same. Yeah. Why, why, why would you have to eat something different? Yes, if you're on kind of like a specific set of macros, you have to portion it out differently. That's it. But there should be no reason why you are not eating the same thing as your family. Yeah. So if you're going to pick up uh, McDonald's for the kids, but you're making, you know, your chicken and rice with kale, why are you picking up McDonald's for the kids? You know what I mean? Like, why are you picking it? Why are you making this, you know, mac and cheese and scallop potatoes for dinner for your family, but you're not willing to eat it because you're on a, a healthy lifestyle journey? Well, what does that say for them? Why are you willing to give it to them? Exactly. Right. You know? Bingo. So Hello. you could be creative. Yes, it, like I said, I'm not, especially what I teach, it's not a restrictive diet plan, but there should be no reason why you and your family aren't consuming the same or similar meals. Nowadays with the air fryer and so many options, it doesn't, listen, the, the so-called healthy food or you're within your macros, it, food tastes so good nowadays. It's not like you have mm -hmm. to advertise your kids. Hey, by the way, this is a healthy dish, kids. I want you to eat this. No, right. Just it's all in the presentation. Them. Like you they don't know. Yes. Don't tell them you're on a diet and you're going to eat say, diet food no. just like mommy. No. <laughs> like don't, they're going to be like, ew, I don't yeah. want diet food. Exactly. It's all in the presentation. Mm -hmm. You exactly. know? Exactly. It, Chicken, rice, potatoes. You can make it look good. You can flavor it up. They're veggies. It doesn't have to look taco bland. bowls, chipotle yes. style bowls. Yes. Let's build our own tacos. I have a taco bar night. Yes. Let's make our own nachos. All of this can be done in a healthy yes in a healthy way. Let's make our own pizzas. Mm -hmm. It can all be done in a healthy way. It can. It absolutely can. So it's again. What are we? What did we talk about earlier? It's in shifting the mindset. Yes. You are not on a diet eating diet food. No, you are on a journey. Yes, get that a diet healthy out lifestyle there. journey, yes. and your family should be on it with you, and they yes. don't even need to know. And because now, if you're the one controlling what they eat, that's true. And not only that is again, I'm gonna go back to it. When you're super disciplined, motivated, you're following your journey, and guess what? When you're having success in that. It can also translate success into your personal life, your career, success in your marriage, mm -hmm. relationship. If you feel better by yourself, that energy is going to radiate. It's going to translate. That's just yeah, the way. You can tell people are miserable in society. Yeah. They don't feel good in their mm -hmm. bodies. I'm sorry. I've been 250. I'm 5'9 as a man. That's not even like super mm -hmm. heavy, but I feel disgusting. Can you imagine men, my height at 300, 350? Yeah, and, and you, the women, you were, women walking around 250 that are my size. Not only that, nowadays. you sweat a lot, you yes. slept a lot, Remember that? you were uncomfortable. Like yes. when you would sit down, you would like shift your clothes and you mm. were just uncomfortable. I, I can't believe I let myself get to that. I mean, I was uncomfortable. I, I remember it and I was extremely uncomfortable. Extremely uncomfortable. I was a stroke waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing. I was a thing. stroke waiting to happen. It, obesity is the <laughs> leading cause, one of the leading causes of cardiovascular issues in in us right yes and cardiovascular is the number one leading cause of death yep so obesity is one of the most preventable chronic health conditions that's it i gotta do is lose weight i know it sounds generic oh is that, is that easy no it's not it's no, a journey it's not. but it's, you can turn yeah. it around but you got to be willing to go on the journey and yes. remember the journey has a lot of twists and turns yes it does is it always going to be fun is it going to suck yeah it is it's not always going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Isn't the days like you're in question? So why am I doing this again? For I mean, who, for I do all the time. I still do. Sometimes when I'm in a, you know, a mood or whatever, I'm like, oh, why do I care? Like, yeah. why do I even care? You're the most vain <laughs> with yourself. I can be, yeah, but, but I, that's good. Everybody keep, has keeps weak yourself moments, in check, though. though. You keep yourself in check because of that. But I like 
feeling good because when I feel good, I'm just a nicer person. Of course. I just feel better. I feel like yeah. I have good, I put forth good energy mm -hmm. into the universe when yes. I feel good. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody does. Because that's what we are, we're energy. Mm -hmm. Inside of this capsule, this body of ours, this vessel, we're energy. Mm -hmm. The energy dies, your vessel dies. When the vessel dies, the energy goes elsewhere. That's the energy goes elsewhere. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. Yeah, goes elsewhere. All right, you guys. Well, this was our Christmas Day episode. So as we begin to like start to think about these New Year's resolutions yes. in a few days New and Year's things like that, think about these things. Are you will? Are you ready to change behavior? Are you ready to like get out of your comfort zone? Now's up, the time. Update, upgrade your life. It's time. Get a better position at mm -hmm. work. Level up. Man, there's so many things that this this lifestyle leads to. It could change your life. It's all in the mentals. And right now, you know, I don't want to keep going back to mental health. We're in a crisis. So the only way to combat that, in my personal opinion, one of the strongest ways is by working out and going through the suck. Absolutely. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next one. See you.